Swung on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions and is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, my God. Drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one's going. It is going. And it is gone. Wow. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. Noon from Bowling Green, Kentucky, as Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky will open a four-game series in Conference USA Baseball on this Friday afternoon. We've got good weather here, and we're expecting a good turnout. Uh, They've increased their capacity here a little bit uh, at uh, Western, so I think they're up to 50% capacity now in the stands. So already we have a good contingent of Blue Raider fans over there by the first base dugout, which is where the Raiders will reside during this four-game series. Middle Tennessee comes in after losing a tough series in San Antonio last weekend. San Antonio won the series three games to one. The Raiders had a chance to win two games on Saturday in the doubleheader, but a wild pitch with two strikes on the batter in the bottom of the seventh inning. Scored a runner from third base to tie the game, and then San Antonio went on to win it in extra innings. So Middle Tennessee comes in with a record of 16 wins, 14 losses, and one tie, and five, six, and one in Conference USA. Western Kentucky, on the other hand, coming off a four-game sweep of Marshall last weekend. Uh, That was here in Bowling Green. They are 16 and 16 on the season. 6-6 in Conference USA as uh, the Hilltoppers made hay playing at home against the Marshall team, which has now lost uh, something like 12 or 13 in a row. 13 in a row uh, for Marshall, and they are 0-12 in league play. So it's the Raiders and the Hilltoppers. Now there's uh, a little bit discrepancy in the series as far as uh, the numbers go from the Western Kentucky media folks and from Middle Tennessee. I have it as the 134th meeting with Western Kentucky leading 68 to 65. Western Kentucky has it a little bit different. They have it as the 237th meeting with Western leading 126 to 108. So I don't know if uh, there's any way to resolve that, but Let it be said that this has been a uh, close series, a rivalry, as many of you know, for many years. The teams did not play the last season, of course, during the shortened uh, season. The last time they played in 2019 was at uh, Reese Smith Field at home, and the Raiders swept three games from the Hilltoppers and scored over 10 runs in each of the three games. In the 
period of time that both teams have been in Conference USA. They have met 15 times. Middle Tennessee has won nine, and Western Kentucky has won six. But the Raiders have had trouble here at Nick Dennis Field, having won only two games while losing four. So uh, back in the three-game series days, Western took two out of three from the Raiders each time we played here since joining Conference USA. So it's Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. Nice weather, 65 degrees will be our game time temperature with a very, very light breeze. So it's good baseball weather. The uh, umpires have made their appearance. Head coaches coming out to exchange lineup cards. And we'll be back with those starting lineups coming up right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Try Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Try Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. News Radio.
Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky today for the first of a four-game series, Conference USA. The Raiders have been on the road now for the second consecutive weekend, but for the next uh, two weekends, starting next weekend, we'll be at home for eight straight games. Time now for today's starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. They are insured by the NCUA. For Coach Jim Toman, now in his third year with a record of 41-61-1, he'll start this way. Fausto Lopez will lead off at shortstop. J.T. Mabry will bat second and play second base. Jacob Williams will be the D.H. today and will be hitting in the number three spot. Brett Coker will be at third base and bat fourth. Hunter Sullivan in right field will hit fifth. Daniel Freeman will be at first base batting sixth. Brian Dillingham in left field will hit seventh. Bryce Simlar in center field bats eighth. Jake Hagenow will do the catching and hit ninth. And on the mound will be junior right-hander Aaron Brown, who comes in with a 4-2 record, making his ninth start of the season. So for the Raiders, it is Lopez, Mabry, and Williams, Coker, Sullivan, and Freeman, Dillingham, Simlar, and Hagenow with Brown on the mound. Now for the Hilltoppers under coach John Pulowski in his sixth year with a record of 113-151-1. Western 16 and 16 this season. Matthew Meyer will lead off and play third base. Ray Zuberer will be at second base, hitting second. Justin Carlin in right field will bat third. Jackson Gray, the leading hitter in Conference USA, will be in center field and he'll bat in the cleanup spot. Richard Constantine will be the designated hitter. He will bat fifth. Jackson Sweeney will be in left field, hitting sixth. Davis Sims plays first base and hits seventh. Kevin Lambert at shortstop will bat eighth. And the catcher will be Hunter Evans, and he'll be in the number nine spot. And on the mound, Jake Cates, a sophomore with a record of three and one. He'll be making his eighth start of the season. The Raiders starter Aaron Brown has pitched two complete games this year, and Cates for Western has pitched one. These are the two top pitchers for each of these teams. They'll be matching up today, and they're the uh, two strikeout leaders in Conference USA. Aaron Brown with 68 strikeouts in 48 innings. Cates has 63 strikeouts in 50 innings. So we might see a few whiffs in this game today. Western Kentucky takes the field under somewhat cloudy skies, but... uh, No threat of rain uh, tonight, I don't think. 65 degrees and a light breeze. And we'll be back with first pitch right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. It is Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. First of a four-game series in Bowling Green this afternoon. Dick Palmer with you. You're on our Blue Raider network. As on the mound, starting pitcher Jake Cates taking his warm-up tosses. Cates is a sophomore here at Western. He is listed at 6'3", 200 pounds out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Pitched one year at Gulf State uh, College in Florida and is uh, now towing the mound for the Hilltoppers and doing it very well with a 3-1 record at 2.16 earned run average. In 50 innings, he has allowed 39 hits and 12 earned runs making his eighth start and ninth appearance of the season. He has one complete game, has walked 10, and struck out 63 in those 50 innings, has given up three home runs, and opponents are hitting 215 against the right-hander, Jake Cates. Western in their black jerseys, red numerals, red lettering, white pants, and white caps. The Raiders will be in their road grays, blue lettering, blue numerals, and Fausto Lopez will step up to the plate to lead things off. Douglas Bynes, the home plate umpire, Bob Howard at first, Randy Hunley at third. As Lopez steps in from the right side and takes the first pitch high for ball one, we're underway right at five o'clock. 
Good to see game start on time. Third baseman Meyer playing up on the turf, and we are on all-natural turf here as Lopez takes the pitch outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Meyer at third, Lambert the shortstop, Zuberer at second base, and Sims at first around the infield with Hunter Evans behind the plate. Pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Off to the right, one of many that will go either across or into University Avenue right outside the first baseline, just adjacent to the ballpark. Two balls on a strike to Lopez. As the pitch is made, it's a breaking ball in for a strike, nothing and two. Outfield for Western will have Sweeney in left, Jackson Gray in center, Carlin in right, and they're not playing very deep for Lopez, who slams one to short. Lambert up with it, cradles it over to first in time for out number one. So Lopez grounds out to his counterpart at shortstop for the first out here in the first inning. Raider second baseman J.T. Mabry will stand in, hitting 255 on the year. Mabry with 16 runs batted in. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. Mabry to be followed by Jacob Williams. And the pitch slammed foul off to the left. Count will go to one ball and one strike. Our baseball media guy, Brady McBride, is here and is alongside. And he'll be taking the field mic down to the field after the game. The pitch. Maybe a little tap foul. Pitcher or the catcher, Evans, caught it on the hop. And the count is one ball and two strikes. Jake Cates is a sophomore, as we told you, out of Cincinnati. Has a one-two count to Mabry and missed outside for a ball. Two and two. He is a strikeout pitcher, as is the Raiders starter, Aaron Brown. Two balls and two strikes. Mabry takes this one outside for ball three, and he's run the count full to J.T. Mabry. Jacob Williams on deck. Payoff pitch is just outside for ball four. A base on balls and a good eye shown there by Mabry. As Williams will come to the plate. Jacob hitting 333. So you got the top two strikeout pitchers in the league matching up in this game. The pitch low and outside, ball one to Williams. 333 in limited at bats. For Jacob. 
Williams starting his sixth game as Cates goes to first and Mabry back in time. Williams has been up 18, has 18 official appearances, six out of 18 with three of those doubles and one run batted in. Big scoreboard out in right center field here just uh, above the 370 sign. Time called as Williams trots down to third for a word with third base coach Blake Hunt. Lucas Ray coaching at first. One ball, no strikes to Williams. And the pitch to the plate. He took it inside, ball two, two and oh. This is a huge ballpark, and it looks bigger than any field we play on. The dimensions are about the same as most of them. 330 down each line, 370 to the power alleys, and 400 to straightaway center field. The pitch fouled out of play to the right and caught by the retaining fence before it got out onto the street. Two balls and a strike to Williams. Western Kentucky leads the world in doubles. They lead Conference USA. They lead the NCAA in total number of doubles. The runner goes. The throw to second base is not in time, and Mabry has stolen it. JT with a good jump and running on turf. Count will be two and two now on Williams. JT Mabry at second base with one out. The Raiders lead the league in stolen bases on rank high nationally in that department. They've got now 76 on the season. 2-2 the count. Swing and a miss and Williams down on strikes for out number two as Cates gets his second, gets his uh, first strike out of the game. He'll face Brett Coker with two outs and a runner at second. Coker, sophomore third baseman, hitting 223. He's driven in 14. He has a runner in scoring position at second base, the pitch. Coker takes it high for ball one. Hunter Sullivan on deck to hit next. Should Coker advance. That big scoreboard out in right center field. Flagpole is in about the same spot in left center field. Swing and a miss. And flag uh, moving a little bit, not much. Very light win. We uh, had it out of the northwest at five. One ball, one strike. Mabry the runner at second with two outs. Pitch to Coker, swung on and missed. One and two. Oh, these outfielders, uh, center field and right field are particularly playing very shallow. Left field, I would say, is about normal depth for this right-handed hitter, the pitch. Swung on, drilled into left field. That is a base hit. Here comes Mabry. Rounding third on his way to the plate. The throw goes through. Not in time, and the Raiders lead it one to nothing. Coker comes through with a base hit in the hole to left field. 
And no hesitation from Coach Hunt with two outs. You got to score that run. And Mabry sliding head first across home plate. Throw just a little bit up the line. So Coker with RBI number 15 puts the Raiders on top, one to nothing. He's at first base for Hunter Sullivan. First run, first hit of this ball game. Sullivan stands in from the left side, hitting 298. Coker at first base. There is a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one to Sullivan. Hunter would like to do well here in his home state. He is from Elizabethtown. Just up the road a few miles. On uh, Interstate 65. Throw to first, runner back. One strike to Hunter Sullivan. Mabry with the first run of the game. And the pitch, swing and a miss. Sullivan behind in the count, 0 and 2. Coker had two strikes when he delivered his hit to left field. You like to see two strike hits and two out hits. And Coker did both. Cates now steps off the rubber. Everything turf out there. I don't think there's any real dirt on the infield. The dirt part of the infield is brown turf. Coker leads at first. He's going. Pitch driven to right field. That ball's pretty well hit. And that is over the head of the right fielder. Here comes Coker rounding second on his way to third. They're going to wave him in, and he will score standing up, and that is a double for Hunter Sullivan. And the Raiders on top by a score of two to nothing here in the top of the first inning. Right fielder Carlin started back rather slowly at first, and then he picked up speed, and he just couldn't reach the ball. It hit the fence just below the big scoreboard in right center field. And Coker scores all the way from first base. For Hunter, that is his first two-base hit of the season. Two-nothing Raiders. Pitch to Daniel Freeman is up high for ball one. So the Raiders have jumped on Cates for a couple of runs here in the first inning. They always say anytime you face a good pitcher, you better get him early. The Raiders are trying to do that here. Cates with the pitch. Taken outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Brian Dillingham would be next. Time call, we're going to have a visit to the mound. Tomorrow's doubleheader will start at 12 noon, and the finale on Sunday will be a one o'clock game here at Nick Dennis Field. We are right on campus. Brady, do you know what happened on opening day in 1940? 
Cleveland right-hander <coughs> Bob Feller against the Chicago White Sox pitched a no-hitter at Comiskey Park. Each batter on the White Sox team started and ended the game with the same batting average. Zero, zero, zero. Swing and a fly ball into center field. That will be easy for Jackson Gray, and he'll haul it in for out number three. So that is all in the first inning, but the Raiders come up with two runs on two big hits. They leave a runner, and we'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee 2, Western Kentucky nothing. Coming to bat in the bottom of the first on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the bottom of the first inning for the Hilltoppers. It will be Meyer, Zuberer, and Carlin against Blue Raider right-hander Aaron Brown. Brown making his ninth start of the season. Has two complete games. His record four and two with a 3.91 earned run average, 48 and a third innings. He's allowed 31 hits, 21 earned runs. He has walked 10, struck out 68, and has allowed seven home runs. Opponents hitting 180 against the right-hander Aaron Brown out of Mount Juliet by way of Vanderbilt and uh, Florida Junior College. Matthew Meyer will lead it off. He's the third baseman for the Hilltoppers, hitting 354. And that is not their best batting average. Their center fielder, Gray, leads the league in hitting with a 400 mark. So here's Brown's first pitch, and it is a ball outside. Meyer also leads the league in doubles. I'm sorry, second in the league in doubles with 12. Three home runs, 22 runs batted in for this right-handed batter. Ball hit in the air and deep to right field. Sullivan backing up on the track. He will make the catch for out number one. Meyer gave that one a long ride. Sullivan was able to get back in time. Raider outfielders are not playing as shallow as the Hilltopper outfielders were, at least in the top of the first inning. 
This is Ray Zuberer. He's a second baseman, veteran player on this team. He's a senior. And shortened up as if to bunt, took it for strike one. Nothing and one to Zuberer. He's out of Owensboro, Kentucky. Came in here as a freshman in 2017. So he's been a steady player for them for his whole career. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Nothing and two the count. Raiders leading two to nothing. We're in the bottom of the first inning at Nick Dennis Field here on the Western Kentucky campus in Bowling Green. Brown's pitch is low for a ball. One and two. I think this is the second time the Raiders have played on turf this season. They played there the South Alabama series and did well. The one-two pitch on the way is swung on and missed, went after a high fastball, and Zuber down on strikes, four. Out number two. So each one of these strikeout pitchers has a big K in the first inning. The batter will be Justin Carlin, the right fielder. Carlin comes in at 371, but that is not the best batting average on this Western team. Carlin, a junior, right-handed batter. Takes Brown's first pitch, caught the outside corner for a call strike, nothing and one. Coker shading the line at third. Strike two called. No balls, two strikes to Carlin. Coker and Lopez, left side of the infield. Mabry and Freeman over on the right side. Jake Hagenow behind the plate. That's the Raiders' inner defense. Here's Brown with the 0-2, and it is low on outside. Tried to get him to bite. Carlin having no part of it. In the outfield, Dillingham in left, Simlar in center, and Sullivan in right field. The pitch. Drill to left field. That is a base hit. Dillingham plays it on the hop. And the Hilltoppers have their first hit of the game. Solid single to left by Carlin. Now this is Jackson Gray hitting an even 400, and he does have the best batting average on this Hilltopper team. He leads the league in hitting. Coming off a uh, hitter of the week award in Conference USA last week for his work in the Marshall Series. He only hit 700 in that four-game series. Big left-handed batter takes a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. Seven doubles, two homers, 14 RBIs for Gray. That's from the left side. Brown looking in for the sign. The pitch. That's a strike call, nothing and two. 
He's painted that outside corner with two fastballs. They count to Gray. Two strikes. Gray leading Conference USA with a 400 average. Trice of Old Dominion second at 381. The pitch outside. Tried to get him to offer it that pitch, which was well off the plate. Player we saw last week in uh, San Antonio, Paxton, is third in the league in hitting at 375. One ball, two strikes to Jackson Gray. Brown comes set, checks the runner at first. Ground ball up the middle. Lopez has it behind the bag at second. Will tag the bag for the force. And that is all in the first inning. Hilltoppers pick up a hit, strand a runner. And after one complete inning, it's Middle Tennessee 2, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the do. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we move to the second inning with the Raiders leading two to nothing. Bottom third of the order will face the right-hander Jake Cates. Here in number two, it'll be Dillingham, Simlar, and Hagenau. The Raiders struck first in this game with a walk, single, and a double in the first inning. For a two spot, the pitch is high to Dillingham for ball one. Brian hitting 179. Been seeing some action in the outfield lately, and he's back out in left field today and leans away from an inside pitch. Four ball two. Two and oh. Dillingham making his ninth start of the season here in game number 32. There's a strike called, and it's two and one. Lights on here at Nick Dennis Field under some cloudy conditions, but a very pleasant 65 degrees at game time. Two balls and a strike. Dillingham checked to swing and the ball got by the catcher. Dillingham legs it out. I thought the count was two and one. It was one and two. I'm having a little trouble picking up the plate umpires all strike signals. So Dillingham will be a strikeout 
victim, but will be safe at first base on a wild pitch. So the leadoff man on, and the batter is Simlar. Bryce, the freshman out of Columbia, comes in at 171. Third baseman Meyer in on the turf. Simlar shows bunt, pushes it down the first base side. It's a good one. Pitcher Cates gets it and tosses over to first for the out. But the sacrifice bunt is there and down to second goes Dillingham. He's there with one out. The batter is Jake Hagenow, Blue Raider catcher and the number nine hitter in the order. Stands deep in the right-hand hitter's box and looks at the first pitch in for a strike, nothing and one. So the Raiders who scored twice in the first inning have a runner in scoring position here in the second. Hagenow. Thought about it, took the pitch for a strike. Nothing in two. Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next. Kate's looking in for the sign. I think both pitchers actually look into the dugout and get the sign as Kate's has an armband on also, just as our pitchers do. The 0-2 pitch, a little tap. That is going to be a foul ball outside the bag at third. The count remains, two strikes. Western Kentucky will go on the road to Southern Miss next weekend while the Raiders will come home and entertain UAB. Pitches high to Jake, four ball one, one and two. So it'll be a return engagement against the Blazers next weekend. The team split four games in Birmingham earlier as UAB is the Raiders' travel partner in the West Division. They will meet twice, two four-game series, home and home. Everybody else, we play one time. The pitch swung on, drilled, picked up in the hole by the third baseman. He will make the play over there to first and held the runner at second. Nice job by Meyer. The Hilltopper third baseman. That ball hit in the hole. He had to go to his left to pick it up. Looked the runner back to second base and retired Jake. Five to three for out number two. Dillingham still at second. The batter Fausto Lopez grounded to short in the first inning. Takes a look at a strike. Nothing in one. Dillingham actually struck out, but was safe on a wild pitch. And then went to second on a sacrifice. Here's the pitch. Lopez hits it right at the shortstop. Lambert up and throwing. Low throw, but picked out of the dirt or the uh, turf by Sims, the first baseman. So Lopez is out for the second straight at bat. Six to three, short to first. That's all in the second inning. No runs, no hits. One man left. 
We'll go to the bottom of the second. Middle Tennessee 2, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the second inning for the Hilltoppers. It will be Constantine, the designated hitter. And then Sweeney and Sims to face right-hander Aaron Brown. Brown had uh, a strikeout in the first inning, gave up one hit. And enters the bottom of the second with a 2-0 lead. Richard Constantine. He's a senior big guy. Pitch to him is drilled deep to left field. Left fielder going back, leaping up against the wall and makes the catch. That is Dillingham as he took a sure double and maybe a home run. I think it, uh, that ball would have gone into the bullpen had he not picked it right off the top of the fence. So put a star by that one in Brian Dillingham's column. One out. Boy, Constantine got a hold of that first pitch and almost took it out of the ballpark. Here's Jackson Sweeney, the left fielder. Sweeney, a left-handed batter. And Brown's first pitch to him misses inside, ball one. Sweeney hitting 257. Constantine got up there and uh, out so quickly, didn't give me a chance to tell you anything about him. We'll get him next time around. Aaron Brown with the pitch, swing and a miss. One ball and one strike to Jackson Sweeney. Out of St. Louis, 6'2", 215. Swing and a foul out of play. One ball and two strikes. One out here in the second inning. Here's Brown's pitch. Grounded foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout down the first base side. Just as they were in uh, San Antonio, the Raiders have the first base dugout here. Count holes at a ball and two strikes. However, there's no Texas sh sun shining in there Faces here on this night. Strike three called inside corner, and I think Sweeney knew it. Called out on strikes. Four out number two. Aaron Brown picks up his second strikeout. 
For you Braves fans, the Bravos opened a series on the road in Chicago this afternoon and came away with a 5-2 victory. The batter is Davis Sims, the first baseman. He's another big one. Sims takes a whack at the first pitch, fouls it out of play for strike one. Sims out of Paducah. He is a preseason all-conference pick, but he's hitting only 228 right now with two homers. Pitch misses high for a ball, one ball and one strike. Sims a transfer from Murray State. He played there for two years. Strike on the outside, and it is one and two to Sims. Steps out of the box momentarily. Gathers his thoughts back in there now and drills it to short. Lopez cannot backhanded, and that's going to be off his glove. Will probably go as a hit. Fausto was going in the hole, tried to backhand it, and that will be a base hit for Sims. He's at first with two outs. So both of the Hilltopper hits have come with two outs and the base is empty. Here is Kevin Lambert, the shortstop. Lambert bats from the right side. He's hitting 268. 6'2", 200-pounder, a senior out of Tampa. First pitch to him is in for a strike, nothing and one. Brown likes to work quickly, and everybody appreciates that. Lambert deep in the box, his back foot almost out of the batter's box. Swings, fouls it to the backstop. Brown ahead in the count, two strikes. Foul ground here is about normal, except down each line, it decreases as, it, as the foul line comes to a V point down in each corner, and where there's only maybe two or three feet of foul ground down in the corner, but then it expands quick, quickly. Swing and a foul to the screen. Count holding at two strikes. I don't have a real good look down the left field line from our broadcast position here. Normally, Mr. Callow would be uh, sitting on my right and would be my eyes as far as the left field corner is concerned. I think John's going to come back next week. The UAB series be great to have him back. There's a swing and a miss. Lambert down on strikes for out number three. And in the inning, no runs, a hit, and one man left. We completed two full innings, Middle Tennessee 2, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Right under Jake Cates taking his warm-up tosses. As we go to the top of the third inning, the Raiders will have their two, three, four hitters coming up. Mabry, Jacob Williams, and Brett Coker. Raiders scored twice in the first inning. A walk to Mabry, a stolen base. Mabry scored on Coker's single to left, and Coker came around as Hunter Sullivan doubled to deep right center. So here's Mabry up for the second time, takes the strike call. Nothing at one. JT at 255. Swing and a foul back. Had a good cut, and it's 0-2. Cates with a pitch up high. One ball, two strikes. Maybe with that leg guard on his lower left leg. Try and ward off any... Foul balls that might come that way. Swings and fouls this one off to the left. Count holes at a ball and two strikes. Got that uh, padding on his right arm or his left arm, just above the elbow. One ball, two strikes to JT Mabry. Again, the outfield frame fairly shallow for the Hilltoppers, particularly in center field. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fly ball to left. That's going to send the left fielder back, 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 back near the bullpen wall, and that one is gone. Just cleared the bullpen wall just a foot or two before the outfield fence would have caught that one, I think, and it would have been a double, but that one just got over before the fence came into play. So that for JT is home run number five on the season, and the Raiders are on top now by a score of three to nothing. Pitch to Jacob Williams down, but caught the Lower part of the strike zone, strike one. For Cates, that is the fourth home run he has allowed this season. 
Breaking ball is down low. One ball, one strike to Williams, who was a strikeout victim in the first inning. And the 1-1 pitch swung on. That one's hit deep to center field. Gray is on his horse, and that one's out of here. Just to the right of the 400-foot sign in deep right center field. And for Jacob Williams, his first home run of the season. Back-to-back home runs by Mabry and Williams. And the Raiders now lead it four to nothing. Here's Coker who had a base hit, drove in a run in the first inning. Takes a strike, nothing and one. Coker, a sophomore from Hendersonville. Played one year of junior college ball. There he drives this one to right field. That's going to be in for a base hit. That gets past the right fielder to the wall. Coker's on his way to second. He's going to pull in there with a stand-up double. Two home runs and a double here in the third inning, and the Raiders lead it four to nothing and have a runner in scoring position with no outs. Hit number five off Cates. Here's Hunter Sullivan, had a run scoring double in the first inning. Takes a pitch outside, ball one. Sullivan hitting 298 coming in. And that uh, double was his first two base hit of the season. Pitch outside again, ball two, two and oh. Well, the ball is carrying here tonight in Bowling Green. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike. Western almost had a home run in the second inning. And a great catch out there by Dillingham in left field. Took a home run away from Constantine. The pitch outside for a ball. Three and one to Hunter Sullivan. I expect his parents are here tonight. from just up the road in Elizabethtown. Strike called, and it's three and two. Cates caught the inside corner with that fastball. Full count. Coker the runner at second with nobody out. Cates comes set. Looks back at second, and a swing and a miss, and they will tag. Sullivan for the out at home plate. That's the first out in the inning. And the batter is Daniel Freeman. Freeman flied to center to end the first inning. So Brady's back up in the booth. Did you get a shot of the, the home runs? He did. All right. Look at the website. Here's the pitch. Blowing outside to Freeman, ball one. Dillingham waiting to hit next. Six foot five, 
Runner goes, and the pitch is tapped foul off to the left side. Coker broke from second base as the pitch was made. And Freeman chopped it foul. So it's one ball, one strike. Coker at second with one out. The pitch. Check swing. It's in the turf. Two balls and a strike. All artificial surface here at Bowling Green. Raiders worked out uh, on it yesterday. Pitch off speed. Strike caught the inside corner. Two and two to Daniel Freeman. Gates comes set, glances at second, pickoff throw back there is not in time. Back in in front of the throw is Coker. Two balls, two strikes. Runner breaks for third to throw to third is not in time. Coker has stolen it. Pitch was ball three to Freeman. So for Coker, that is his 11th steal on the season. He's only been caught one time. Runner at third now with just one out where he could possibly score on a fly ball or a ground ball. Gates will go back to the full windup with a runner at third. And a foul tip. Count holding at three and two. Dillingham waiting to hit next. Well, it's not shirt sleeve weather up here, but uh, maybe a light jacket type. I brought mine, haven't got it on yet. The pitch. Low ball four. Freeman draws a one-out walk. And now the Raiders have runners at the corners for Brian Dillingham. Dillingham, if you recall, struck out in the second inning but was safe when the ball got by the catcher and he reached first base safely. First and third, one out. Raiders leading 4-0. We are in the top of the third inning. And the bunt attempt is fouled off. That was a safety squeeze. Coker was not breaking for the plate. The runner at third base has to read the bunt and try and determine whether he can score or not. One strike to count. Throw to first, runner back over there. So first and third, one out. Dillingham takes a look down third base way. There's coach Blake Hunt, who's flashing signs. One strike to count. And the right-hander, here's the squeeze again, and this time a strike as he bunted through it 
And the count will be 0-2. Again, the safety squeeze. Dillingham unable to get the bat on it. Now he's down two strikes. Cates throws to first. Back in there is Freeman. Coker at third, Freeman at first. Two strikes to Dillingham. Slammed in the left field, a base hit. It's five to nothing. As the throw comes back in, that is a solid base hit for Dillingham to drive in Coker from third. And for Bryan, just his third run batted in of the season. For the Raiders, that is hit number six. Run number five off Jake Cates, who is being treated roughly here in the early part of the game. And we've got a timeout called and a visit to the mound in order here. Blue Raider fans got ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For all of your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call. 615-867-1000 or visit Lee Company. So we are going to have a pitching change here in the third inning. Cates is out, and we'll tell you about the new pitcher when we come back. We'll take a break and uh, back with more Blue Raider baseball here on the Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We've got a new pitcher for the Hilltoppers here in the third. He is Colin Lawler, L-O-L-L-A-R, Lawler, a right-hander. Redshirt junior, junior from Columbus, Indiana. Junior college transfer. Pick up some numbers on Lawler. Lawler making his ninth appearance. 13 innings, 13 hits. Five earned runs, four walks, 12 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 277. No record, earned run average of 3.46. 
Colin Lawler. So Cates is out after going two and a third. Has given up five runs on six hits and is responsible for the two base runners now occupying first and second. Freeman at second and Dillingham at first. The batter is similar. Takes a look at the first pitch in there for a strike. Nothing and one. Bryce laid down a sacrifice bunt in the second inning. As Lawler comes set, the pitch high outside, one ball, one strike. Hagenow waiting to hit next. Raiders two runs in the first, three here in the third. And leading here in game one of the series, five to nothing. The pitch. Tried to check his swing, but he went around and the count one and two. Lawler comes set, checks the runners at first and second, strike three called. Semlar called out on strikes, and that is out number two in the inning. Number nine hitter, Jake Hagenow. Blue Raider catcher stands in. He grounded to third in his first appearance. 0 for 1, looking for a two-out hit. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing and one to Hagenow. The pitch high for a ball. Raiders came into this game with a team batting average of 230, which was last in the league. But they haven't looked like it here in the first three innings. They have been pounding the baseball. One strike to count. Hagen out. Checked his swing. Throw back to first. The runner back in there. And the count is going to be two strikes. Jake tried to check, but played umpire Vines said he went one and two the count. Dillingham at first, Freeman at second, two outs. There is a swing and a miss, and Hagenow down on strikes to end the inning. But the Raiders come up with three runs on four hits. Two men left on, and we will go to the bottom of the third. Middle Tennessee, five. Western Kentucky, nothing on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield, IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better. But did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important, too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. 
So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Hunter Evans, the catcher, will lead it off. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Aaron Brown on the mound for the Raiders with a five-run lead. His first pitch to Evans swung on and missed. Strike one. Evans, then we go back to the top of the batting order. There's a foul to the screen. Brown ahead in the count, 0-2. Evans is a freshman. He's hitting 133. Got a native of Bowling Green. The pitch drilled foul down the left side. Evans actually a redshirt freshman. He played last year in four games. Out of South Warren High School here in this city. The 0-2 check swing gets by Hagen now back to the backstop. Jake will pick it up and no throw to first. So that's two runners, uh, one for each side that have reached on a third strike. That pitch was low and into the turf and Evans swung at it. That will go as a strikeout for Brown and a wild pitch. Runner at first, nobody out. The batter is Matthew Meyer. Fairly deep fly ball to right field, which Sullivan caught near the wall in the first inning. Swings and misses at this first offering. Strike one. So the runner at first, Evans, with nobody out here in the third. Raiders leading five to nothing. And the pitch drilled up the middle, one hop. To Lopez, steps on the bag, throws to first in time, and that is a 6-3 double play. That ball died one or two steps in front of the bag at second. Lopez was charging. He just took it on the big hop, stepped on the bag, and fired to first to complete the double play. So two outs. Base is empty. The uh, batter is Zuberer, second baseman. Struck out in the first, and he takes a call strike. Nothing in one. 
Jones. Pitch just misses outside. One ball, one strike. Two outs, bases empty here in the third. Raiders on top, five to nothing. Here's the pitch by Brown. Foul back this way off the screen. One ball, two strikes. That double play was the Raiders' 29th of the season. They lead the league in that department. One ball and two strikes. And a swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. That is all for Zuberer and all for the Hilltoppers in the third. No runs, no hits. Nobody left. Your three-inning totals, Middle Tennessee, five runs, six hits, no errors. Western Kentucky, no runs, two hits, no errors. Raiders lead it 5 nothing as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Top of the batting order here in the fourth inning for the Blue Raiders as Fausto Lopez leads it off. Takes a look at the first pitch from Lawler, and it's in for a strike. Nothing in one. Lawler came on, struck out the last two batters in the third inning in relief of the starter, Cates. Strike two call to Lopez. Nothing in two. Cates just did not have his good stuff tonight. He'd been a strong starting pitcher, as you would expect their Friday night starter to be. Swing and a miss, and Lawler is now fans three in a row. One out in the fourth. But Cates early on was missing on his first pitch and getting behind batters. And then when he had to come in there, the Raiders were hitting the daylights out of it. Two home runs, two doubles on a single off the starter. Pitch to JT Mabry, high for ball one. Mabry has walked and scored and hit a solo homer to lead off the third inning. Upstairs again, ball two, two and oh to J.T. Mabry. Not too deep in the batter's box. And takes a strike call, two and one. Mabry's home run was his fifth 
of the season. I think that ties him for the team lead. Or maybe that gives him the team lead all by himself. He had been leading anyway with four, so he now has five. Pitch is fouled away, and it's two and two. Two-two pitch popped up. Going to be out of play. Foul ground. And the count will hold to Mabry at two balls and two strikes. So the Raiders got two in the first inning, three in the sec in the third, and lead it here five to nothing. This one has popped up in the infield. Third baseman Meyer coming in on the turf makes the grab for out number two. Two up, two down in the fourth. So the Raiders trying for their fourth straight win over the Hilltoppers. They won three straight at Reese Smith Field back in 2019, the last time the two teams played. Jacob Williams pounded a home run to right center field his last time up and drills this one to third past Meyer. It's rolling down the line into foul ground. He's on his way to second and will pull in there with a stand-up double. Jacob Williams slammed it right past the third baseman, Meyer, and it rolled into foul ground. So Williams with a home run and a double tonight. That is hit number seven for the Raiders and the first hit off Lawler since coming in. Jacob's fourth double of the season. And with two outs, the batter is Brett Coker. He has singled and doubled. Coker takes the pitch high and away for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Lawler came in out of the bullpen, retired the first four he faced, striking out three of them before Jacob Williams Double down the left field line. Pitch to Coker, high and away, ball two. Two balls, no strikes to the Raider third baseman. Blue Raider softball should just be underway over at our softball complex. Western Kentucky, the opponent there. Low and outside, ball three. It's three and oh to Coker. So the Lady Raiders coming in 18 and 17, four and four in Conference USA. Beginning a four game series with the Lady Toppers tonight. Strike called to Coker, three and one. They will play again tomorrow, doubleheader at two and wind it up with a single game Sunday at noon. pitch, fouled out of play. That's over University. No, it caught the screen, which protects University Avenue, bounced back into the stands. Full count, three and two. Full count pitch. Same spot, fouled away. That's going to clear even the screen, I think. Get back out into the 
roadway. It's pretty busy at this time of day, about a little after 6 o'clock in Bowling Green. Another 3-2 pitch on the way, and it's taken high for ball four. Good at bat by Coker. She draws a base on balls. First and second now with two outs. Starting pitcher Cates went two and a third, gave up five runs on six hits, walked one, struck out two, threw one wild pitch. Actually had three strikeouts, counting the one that got away. Check swing and a strike to Hunter Sullivan, nothing and one. Sullivan has doubled. He drove in a run in the first inning and has struck out. Runners first and second, two outs. Outside, ball one. One and one. Pitch misses outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Feels nice being back inside a press box again. <laughs> Swing and a miss went after a high hard one. Two balls, two strikes to Sullivan. Runners lead at first and second. And just missed inside. I think Lawler thought that was strike three. Instead, it is ball three. Full count now, and the runners will get a little bit of a head start here with two outs. There they go, and it is strike three call. That pitch did not look as good as the previous pitch. But it's a called third strike. In the inning, no runs, one hit, two runners left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. 
Aaron Brown and the Raiders take a 5-0 lead into the bottom of the fourth inning here in Bowling Green. Hilltoppers will have Carlin, Gray, and Constantine to face the right-hander. Through three innings, Brown has given up no runs on two hits. He has not walked anybody, and he has struck out five. Here's Carlin. Drives one in the left field on the first pitch. And he has a two-for-two night going as he also singled in the first inning. He's at first base with nobody out. That is hit number three off Aaron Brown. So here's Jackson Gray. The leading hitter in Conference USA. His average will drop just a little bit below 400 with that fielder's choice. He bounced into in the first inning, so he's 0 for 1. The pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. In the Marshall series, he had uh, four games. He had seven hits, five runs batted in, four walks, three runs scored, one home run and one double, and two stolen bases. He had a pretty good weekend. One strike to count the pitch. Right in there, an off-speed pitch. Four call strike, nothing in two. Jackson Gray out of Wheaton, Illinois. Started his baseball at Washington University of St. Louis. Just missed outside as Brown tried to paint that outside corner. Just off the plate, one ball and two strikes. After uh, Washington University, he went to the College of DuPage and hit uh, pretty well there. Played nine games, hit 577. There's a swing and a miss, and Gray down on strikes for out number one. Strikeout number six for Aaron Brown. Batter is Richard Constantine. Swung at the first pitch and almost hit it out of the ballpark back in the second inning. Didn't even give me time to tell you that uh, he is 6'3", 240 pounds, a senior from Huntsville, Alabama. And he was robbed of a home run by Brian Dillingham. The pitch takes it outside, ball one. Brown trying to keep the ball away from this big fella. Dillingham picked that long drive right off the top of the bullpen fence in left field. Ground ball, that's a foul outside the line at third. One and one. One on, one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Nick Dennis Field in Bowling Green for the Raiders and the Hilltoppers. Meeting for the 134th time since 1974. <laughs> okay. Here's the 1-1 pitch way outside, ball two. Two and one, Sweeney waiting to hit next. 
Brown checks the runner at first. Misses outside again. He's keeping the ball away from Constantine, but he's going to have to come in there or give him a free pass to first. Three and one the count. And this is the first three ball count that Brown has had in the game. Swing and a miss. Came with a fastball and threw it past him. Full count now, three and two. Western does not do a lot of running. They have attempted 39 steals this season compared to the Raiders, 105. Full count, three and two. Runner not going, and a swing and a miss. Struck him out and had him reaching for pitch on the outer half of the plate. So came back from a three-run count to get him and strike out number seven for Aaron Brown. The batter is Jackson Sweeney, the left fielder. He was called out on strikes in the second inning. Runner edges off first. The pitch swung on and hit foul down the left side and out of play. One strike to Sweeney. Two teams will play a doubleheader tomorrow beginning at noon. We'll be on the air with our pregame at 11.45 tomorrow. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Hit right back to the mound. Brown knocks it down, picks it up. Underhand toss to first. And that's going to be all in the fourth inning. I don't think Brown was hurt. He, he turned a little bit, and that ball was hit sharply. It looked like he hit him on maybe on the uh, arm as he turned, but not the pitching arm. So in the inning, no runs, one hit, one left. We have completed four full innings, Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the fifth inning. The Raiders leading five to nothing. We'll have Daniel Freeman to lead it off. Freeman, Dillingham, and Simlar against the right-hander Colin Lawler, whose first pitch is swung on and missed by Freeman. Nothing and one. Daniel Freeman has flied to center and walked. 
swing and a foul to the backstop. No balls, two strikes. Lawler, the Hilltopper pitcher, came on for Cates in the third inning after the Raiders had hit two home runs and a double. Pitch is high, ball one. One and two to Freeman. Five runs, seven hits for the Raiders. No runs, three hits for the Hilltoppers. The pitch misses inside for ball two. Two and two. Western as a home team this year, 14 and eight. Five and three in the league. Swing and a miss. Freeman down on strikes for out number one. Lawler picks up his fourth strikeout. Raiders as a road team this year, seven and nine, three and five in conference play. Here's Dillingham. Takes a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. Similar to follow, one out here in the fifth. So I'm gonna foul to the screen. Count goes to 0-2 on Brian Dillingham. Brian out of Bradenton, Florida. Hits this one foul down the right field line and I don't know if that one made it to the highway or not. 0-2 the count. They have a little picnic area down each foul line, but I haven't seen uh, anyone in either one of those. Pitches inside. Western announced that they would go to a 50% capacity for this series. So things are loosening up a little. So we're going to foul out of play, and that one's going to clear and probably go back in the woods. Haven't had a train come by yet. One ball, two strikes to Dillingham. Ball two is outside. Two and two. One out here in the fifth inning, the 2-2 pitch. Up the middle, that is going to get through and into center field for a base hit. So Dillingham with his second hit of the game. Sharp single up the middle. And that is hit number two off Lawler. Hit number eight for the Raiders. Dillingham at first base with one out. The batter is Bryce Simlar. Laid down a sacrifice in the second inning. Was called out on strikes in the third. Throw to first, the runner back. Lauder comes set. Pitch to Simlar is high, ball one. Price, a freshman from Columbia. 
throw to first. First baseman had to dig it out of the turf over there. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch, runner goes, ball hit down the right field line. Had that stayed fair, that uh, might have been a run. Because Dillingham was off with the pitch and Simlar hit it down the right field line, but it was fouled by about six, seven feet. Count goes to one and one. Dillingham back to first. One out in the fifth. Another throw to first, and again, Dillingham is back. Another throw to first. With two home runs tonight, the Raiders now have hit 23 on the season. The pitch. That's a strike called. One and two. Western Kentucky in 32 games has hit 17 home runs. But a lot of doubles. Throw to first again. Dillingham back. Got similar one and two. One out. Dillingham the runner at first. The pitch. High ball two. Two and two. Dillingham not particularly known as a base stealer, but any of these Raiders will be given the green light at any time. And Western knows that. There goes the runner, and the ball hit deep into right center field. Gray going back, still going back. It's over his head. Dillingham is going to score. Simlar's on his way to third, and he is going to be in there with a triple. Dillingham scores from first, and it's a six to nothing game. And for Bryce, that will be his first three-base hit, three base hit of his career. He just pounded that ball to straightaway center field, bit to the right of center, and Gray chased it, but he couldn't catch up with that one. Third hit, first run off Lawler. It's six to nothing, and the ball popped up by Hagenau. Catcher off with a mask back, and that one's going to be right on top of the press box. One strike to Hagenau. Six nothing Raiders. We are in the fifth. Pitch to the plate is outside. Good stop by the catcher. Stop. He doesn't stop that pitch. That's a run because Simlar third with good speed would have scored. One ball, one strike. 
Pitch misses outside. One ball, one strike. I've got uh, two balls and one strike is what I've got. Yep, that's what the umpire says, two and one. Western has pulled the infield in on the edge of the green turf. Fouled out of play by Hagenau. It's two and two. Western feels they can't allow another run to score. It's already 6-0 in the fifth inning. So they've got the infield pulled in. 2-2 count. Popped it up in the infield. It's going to be in foul ground. Catcher's back. And we'll make the grab in foul territory for out number two. So with two outs, the batter is Fausto Lopez. Blue Raiders shortstop has twice grounded to short and struck out back in the fourth inning. He is 0 for 3. Fausto has reached base in 23 consecutive games. And the pitch from Lawler is over for a strike. Nothing and one. There's a pitch fouled out of play, and the count goes to 0-2 on Lopez. Here's Lawler's pitch, foul to the screen. Count holds at two strikes. High away, ball one, one and two to Fausto. JT Mabry on deck. One ball, two strikes. Right-hander Lawler with the pitch, fouled away. Straight back, count holding at one and two. New supply of baseballs for the home plate umpire, Mr. Bynes. The one-two pitch. Again, a changeup this time, and Fausto fouled it back to the screen. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. Strike three call. Fausto knew it. Fooled on the pitch. He is called out on strikes. And that's going to be all in the fifth, but the Raiders come up with one run on two hits. A runner stranded. We will go to the fifth, bottom of the fifth. We're halfway home here. It's Middle Tennessee, six, Western Kentucky, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom half five, inning number five. Bottom third of the order for the Hilltoppers. It will be Sims, Lambert, and Hunter Evans to face Aaron Brown. No runs, three hits, seven strikeouts through four innings for the Raider right-hander. Sims singled in the second inning. One of those three hits belongs to him. Takes a strike at the letters, nothing and one. Six four, two hundred thirty pounder, and drills this one into left field past a diving Pasto Lopez, and he has his second hit of the game. Hit number four off Aaron Brown for the second straight inning. The leadoff man has reached on a base hit. And the batter is Kevin Lambert, the shortstop. Brown struck him out in the second. Right infield looking for two, the pitch. That's in for a strike, nothing in one. Lambert, 268 average, no homers, eight runs batted in on the season. Sims a short lead off first. The pitch just missed outside, one and one. You wouldn't think Sims would be running as his team behind six to nothing, and he has not attempted a steal on the season. One and one to Lambert. Brown with the pitch, swing and a miss. One and two. Raiders back home next weekend against UAB. Our second four-game series for the Blazers this year. There's the ball fouled out of play to the right. Count holding at one and two.
Freeman holding the runner at first. The pitch just missed. Oh, that was a good-looking pitch. Two and two the count. It was either a shade outside or a shade high, but it was a good-looking pitch. 2-2 offering. Slammed foul down the left field line. Count holding it 2-2 two and two as the new baseball goes out to Aaron Brown. Brown making his ninth start of the season. Ball hit the left field and deep. Dillingham back, and he's not going to get this one. That one is into the bullpen for a two-run homer for Lambert, and it will be his first home run of the season. He caught a fastball just right. So now it is a 6-2 game. And off Aaron Brown, that is the eighth home run he has allowed this season. His pitching coach, Kyle Bunn, will make a visit to the mound. Single and a home run. Here in the fifth inning, and the number nine hitter, Evans, coming up. It's a very short meeting. Just a reminder that the Raiders are still ahead in the game. Uh, Let's get some outs. Evans struck out in the third, but reached base as the ball got past Hagenau. It was in the turf. Ruled a wild pitch. So here is Evans. The pitch to him is swung on a miss. Strike one. Bouncing foul outside the bag at third, and the count goes 0-2 to Evans. Freshman catcher. From right here in Bowling Green, the pitch high inside. That'll make your hair stand up. One ball, two strikes. Here's Brown's pitch. Missed the knees, ball two, two and two. Raiders got two in the first, three in the third, one in the top of this inning. There's a swing and a miss. Evans down on strikes, out number one here in the fifth. Strikeout number eight for Aaron Brown. The matter is the leadoff man, Matthew Meyer. Meyer has slid to right and grounded to short. Right-handed hitter stands in against the right-hander Aaron Brown and swings and misses at the first offering, strike one. 
354 average coming into the game for this right-handed hitter with three home runs, 12 doubles on the season. Swing and a miss, strike two. Sims led off the inning with a single and Lambert got his first home run of the season. Hit it into the western bullpen outside the left field fence. There's a swing and a foul tip and Hagenau couldn't hang on or did he? I think they are going to call him out. Batter says no, he dropped the ball. Maybe the umpire ruled he held it long enough. I don't know. John Pulaski, the Hilltopper head coach, out to discuss that. Now he asked the plate umpire to confer with his fellow umpires who were about each about 100 feet away from the play. Plate umpire was maybe three feet away. Made the out call on Meyer, but Meyer is still standing up there with the bat. Six to two, the Raiders leading. Umpire says, you're out, son. Go back to the dugout. Two outs. That will be the ninth strikeout for Brown, and the batter is Zuberer. And Aaron Brown has struck him out twice swinging. Left hand hitting second baseman. 265 average coming into the game. The pitch. Strike on the inside corner, nothing and one. Brown winds and fires. Check swing. Did he go? Yes, he did. Strike two. Third base umpire rung him up. Two strikes the count to Zuberer. Inside almost hit him. One ball, two strikes. Zuberer bats him from the left side. Brown with a one-two pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air, shallow right field. Sullivan coming in. He says, I've got it, and he takes it for out number three. That is all in the fifth, but the Hilltoppers come back with two runs on two hits. The two-run homer by Lambert. Nobody left. We've completed five full innings. Middle Tennessee six, Western Kentucky two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Top half of inning number six, JT Mabry. Leads it off, first pitch, strike one to Mabry. Strike two called, nothing in two. JT walked and scored in the first, hit a solo home run leading off the third, popped out to the third baseman in the fourth. Here's the 0-2, and it swung on, hit in the air down the right field line. Right fielder coming over near the line, gonna make the catch there. That is Carlin, who hauls it in for out number one. One down in the sixth inning, and the batter is Jacob Williams. Williams has struck out, hit his first home run in the third inning and doubled in the fourth. Pops this one up. First baseman coming in, Sims, under it on the infield. Greenery and will make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth inning, and the batter is Brett Coker. Working on a perfect day at the plate. Coker singled and scored in the first, doubled and scored in the third, and walked in the fourth. Base is empty, two outs. Swing and a miss, strike one. Colin Lawler, second pitcher used by the Hilltoppers, delivers and the pitch swung on and missed, strike two. Two strikes to Coker with Sullivan waiting next. Raiders leading six to two or in the bottom or in the top of the sixth inning. Pitch gets past the catcher back to the backstop, ball one. One and two to Coker. Here's the one-two pitch. High ball two. Two and two.
Two quick outs here in the sixth inning, and now the count two and two, and Coker fouls it to the screen. At least Aaron Brown is getting a chance to take a few breaths between innings. The 2-2 on the way, popped up very, very high. And again, the first baseman, Sims, coming in and calling for it. And he's got it for out number three. Chopped that thing up into about a dozen singles. Three up, three down, nothing across. In the Raiders' sixth inning, go to the bottom of the sixth. Middle Tennessee, six. Western Kentucky 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading here 6-2. to two. Hilltoppers will have the 3-4-5 hitters to face Aaron Brown. It will be Carlin, Gray, and Constantine. Carlin has solved Brown for... Two singles, singled in the first inning with two outs, singled in the fourth inning leading off. Time asked for before first pitch. There's a ball coming loose out of the Raider bullpen, which is behind the right field fence. First pitch misses inside to Carlin for ball one. Probably gonna try a little bit different approach to this batter and see if we can get him out. One ball, no strikes. Brown deals and a strike caught the outside corner, one and one. Brown with the 1-1 pitch. Slammed and a ball past Coker into left field. Carlin with his third straight hit. And he has pulled everything. Hit number six off Aaron Brown. The batter is Jackson Gray. He has hit into a fielder's choice and struck out 0 for 2. Western team hitting 258 as a team.
pitch. That is a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. Raiders average as a team coming into this game was 230. One strike to count to Gray. League's leading hitter coming into the game at 400. He's 0 for 2 today. Pitch misses outside, ball one, one and one. Aaron Brown comes set. Checks the runner and a ball hit to right field and deep. I don't think the park's gonna hold this one. That is out of here for a two-run homer for Jackson Gray. And that will be his third home run of the season. Powered that one over the right field wall. RBI's number 15 and 16 for Gray. And the second home run hit by the toppers off Aaron Brown in this game. So now it is a six to four game. No outs here in the sixth inning. Here's Constantine. He has fly to left and struck out. Pitch high and away, ball one. I think that's going to get the bullpen uh, moving around a little bit out in right field behind the right field fence. One ball, no strikes. Swing and a foul tip. One and one. Got a right-hander throwing out there. I can't tell who it is right now because I left Mr. Callow's field glasses at home. <laughs> the pitch, ground ball, third. Coker's got it, fires across the diamond in time to retire Constantine. It's a third to first put out for the first out here in the sixth inning. And the batter will be Sweeney. Sweeney has struck out and hit back to the mound. 0 for 2. And that hit back to the mound was a good, was a shot that caromed off Aaron Brown. He was able to pick it up and throw him out. Pitch is a ball just outside. One ball, no strikes. So four runs on seven hits now for the Hilltoppers. Strike caught the outside corner, one and one. Base is empty, one out. We're in the bottom of the sixth. And the pitch checked his swing and hit the bat. Foul ball, one and two. Raiders leading here six to four, but it had been six to nothing, which was a lot more comfortable. 
A ball and two strikes to Sweeney. Foul out of play. That uh, huge dormitory building here on the campus is behind the left center field wall. There's a building in between the uh, wall and, and that tower. They swing and a miss. Hagenau dropped it. And going to have to throw to first, and we'll get the out that way. So a strikeout for Brown, his tenth of the game. And with two outs, the batter will be Sims. Sims, two for two. Single in the second, singled and scored in the fifth. He's another big one. Big right-handed hitter. Hits at center field, charging, and nobody can get to it. Semlar was playing him fairly deep, and he dropped it right in front of him. That's three straight hits now for Sims. And eight hits for the Hilltoppers. The batter will be Lambert. Hit his first home run of the season off Brown in the previous inning. And he will represent the tying run at the plate now in a two-run ball game. Swing and a foul to the screen, strike one. First game of a four-game series here in Bowling Green. Blue Raiders and the Hilltoppers, long-time rivals. The pitch, swing and a miss. Nothing and two, the count to Lambert. Brown ready to work as come set. And now Lambert asks for time and backs out of the box. Two strikes the count. Two outs and a runner at first. Strike three called. Lambert walks away. I think he knew it. Caught the outside corner, and that is 11 strikeouts for Brown. But in the inning, two runs, three hits, and one left. We have completed six innings. Here are your totals for Middle Tennessee. Six runs, nine hits, no errors. The Raiders have stranded seven for Western Kentucky. Four runs, eight hits, no errors. They have stranded four. Six to four Raiders as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zip line of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Hunter Sullivan leads off for the Raiders in the seventh inning, and the first pitch from Lawler is a swinging strike. Sullivan doubled in the first, drove in a run, struck out in the third, and fanned again in the fourth. Facing Lawler for the second time, the pitch. Ground foul, pass first, two strikes. Lawler's done a very good job since coming in. In relief of the starter, Cates. He has gone three and two-thirds innings, allowed one run on three hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. Sullivan takes the pitch high and away for ball one, one and two. Hunter, a left-handed batter against the right-handed offerings of Lawler. And a swing and a miss. Hunter's down on strikes for the third straight time. Strikeout number six for, I'm sorry, strikeout number seven for Lawler. And with one out, the batter will be Daniel Freeman. He's flied to center, walked, and struck out. Wants a work. Third base coach Blake Hunt walks halfway down the line to pass along something to his Right-handed hitting first baseman, Daniel Freeman. Freeman out of Smyrna and Columbia State Community College. One out here in the seventh. The Raiders leading six to four. Got them early. Got two in the first, got three in the third, got another one in the fifth. And we're six to nothing. There's a foul out of play to the left side. One strike. But then Western came back with two in the fifth and two in the sixth. A couple of two-run homers for the Hilltoppers. Six to four the score. One strike to Freeman. Hits it straight up in the air. And into center field coming on is Gray. He'll make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the seventh. And Dillingham will be the batter. Brian's had a good game, both offensively and defensively. After striking out in the second inning, he singled in the third, singled again in the fifth and scored. Takes a strike call, nothing and one, and he robbed Western's DH of a home run back in the second inning with a great catch. Pitch comes high, ball one, one and one to Brian Dillingham. A 
Lawler, the right-hander, winds and fires. And that one's hit deep to left field, but he got a little bit out in front of it, pulled it, and it's a long foul ball. One and two. I didn't see if that one left the park or not. Swings and fouls this one off the other way. Back on to University Avenue. Took one big hop, went over into the baseball graveyard across the street. There's one hit to center. Gray moving to his right. A few steps. Andrick makes the catch. And that is out number three. Raiders go three up, three down in the seventh. Nothing across. Seventh inning stretch time here in Bowling Green. Middle Tennessee six, Western Kentucky four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We've had a pitching change here between innings for the Raiders as Zach Keenan is coming on in relief of Aaron Brown. So Keenan coming out of the bullpen in this game. Normally he is a starter on weekends. This will be his second relief appearance. He has picked up one save this season. Ninth appearance, second in relief. Two and two record with a 2.16, 41 innings, 32 hits, 43 strikeouts. And Keenan will face the number nine hitter Evans here in the seventh. And boy, the sun reflecting from that building across the street. I don't know if that's in the batter's eye, but it's certainly in mine. <laughs> First pitch from Keenan is a ball low. Evans has struck out twice against Aaron Brown. We'll be able to give you some final totals on Brown. 
Keenan's pitch, strike on the outside corner, one and one. Brown goes six innings, allows four runs on eight hits, no walks, and 11 strikeouts. Gave up two two-run homers. The only damage against him. Swing and a miss, and the count goes to one and two on Evans. Normally, Keenan is a Saturday starter for the Raiders in one game of the doubleheader. Here's the pitch in the dirt, or in the turf, rather. Ball two. Two and two. We're on playing on all turf here at Nick Dennis Field. Two balls and two strikes. Evans leading off the Western Kentucky seventh inning. And strike three call. Keenan got him looking. And the third straight time that Evans has gone back to the bench having struck out. So with one out, the leadoff batter, Matthew Meyer, will come in. Meyer was 0 for 3 against Brown, fly out, ground out, strike out. Cannon's pitch swung on and fouled out of play to the right. One strike. So now we will have to ponder the Raiders pitching for tomorrow. You would figure Wigginton will start one game. Cannon's pitch misses inside. One ball, one strike. I guess the thinking is the Raiders needing a little more help out of the bullpen to go along with David Zaz, who has done a great job. Strike two called, one and two to Meyer. But you can't rely on just one bullpen arm over a four-game series. One out here in the seventh inning, one and two, the count to Meyer, and Keenan's pitch is swung on and just got the tip end of the bat on it, fouled it back to the backstop. Keenan had him way out in front of that pitch, one and two. Raiders leading here six to four, bottom of the seventh. Keenan shook off a pitch from the dugout. Here is the one-two delivery. Just outside. Ball two. Two and two. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. As the ball popped up right on top of home plate. Hagenau off with the mask. Under it makes the catch. And that is out number two. Two up, two down in the seventh. And the batter is going to be Ray Zuberer. He has flied out to right and struck out twice. Left-handed hitter. 
Zuber hitting 265 coming into the game. 0 for 3 today. Keenan's pitch right in there for a strike. Nothing and one. Base is empty. Two outs in the seventh inning. A shot on one hop to Lopez behind the bag at second. Over to first in time. And that is a 1-2-3 inning for Zach Keenan and the Blue Raiders. Nothing across in the seventh. We have finished seven complete innings here in Bowling Green. Middle Tennessee six, Western Kentucky four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Anderson Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the eighth inning. A new pitcher has come on for the Hilltoppers. And we'll get some numbers on Will Moritz. Moritz making his seventh appearance. No record, 7.71 earned run average, 4.2 innings pitched, five hits, four runs, all earned. Two walks, four strikeouts. Opponents hitting 294 against this right-hander, Moritz. He is a sophomore, 6'1", 175, out of West Des Moines, Iowa and a junior college transfer. Bruce, or Bryce Simlar will lead it off for the Raiders here in the eighth inning. Had his first Blue Raider triple and drove in a run in the fifth. And now facing Moritz, the pitch, sidearm, inside, ball one. Lawler came in, did a good job in relief, went four and two-thirds. One run on three hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. Swing and a miss by Simlar. It's one and one to the Raider freshman outfielder. To be followed by the catcher, Hagenau. The one-one pitch. Strike on the outside corner. One and two. Coming sidearm, he just looks like a crossfire. 
to a right-handed batter. The one-two, swung on and missed. Similar goes down on strikes. 11 Blue Raiders have struck out in this game. 12 Hilltoppers have gone down on strikes. So with one out, it's Jack Hagenau, who has struck out, grounded out, and fouled out to the catcher. 0 for 3. So we're going to foul back to the screen, one strike. So the Raiders getting to look at the pitch from a little bit different angle as the side armor comes in and a swing and a miss, strike two. Two strikes to count. Raiders leading six to four and batting with one out here in the top of the eighth inning. He'll pitch out of the stretch and a swing and a miss. He has struck out the first two batters here in the eighth. Moritz. He'll face Fausto Lopez, who will be up for the fifth time in the game, and he's 0 for 4. Has struck out the last two trips after grounding to short his first two at-bats. Lopez looks at a pitch a bit high, ball one. And the side armor comes, ground ball, hit foul past the first baseman. One ball, one strike. FIU is playing at Marshall. That uh, was an afternoon game. Rice at Old Dominion. Those games are already finished. San Antonio at Charlotte tonight. Florida Atlantic at UAB. Southern Miss at La Tech. That ball hit Fausto. And his reach to base streak continues. He's on for the first time tonight, hit by pitch. He's at first with two outs. This will bring up Mabry, who has flied out, popped out, walked, and hit a leadoff home run in the third inning. He scored twice. Lopez at first, always a threat to steal. Pitch way outside, ball one. Fausto leading the league with 17 stolen bases. Count one ball, no strikes. You know, he's just itching to go. And the pitch to the plate is an off-speed pitch that's called a strike. One and one. You have to wonder if that pitcher who throws sidearm to the plate, throws sidearm to first base on a pickoff move. We might find out. 
Lopez leads. Long look, and there's the throw to first, and it did come a little bit sidearm. I think I hear the first train of the game. The old 720 is rolling through. Time call. Fausto got some dirt down in his uniform. He wants to shake it out. One ball and one strike. Count to Mabry. Moritz comes set. There, you made a break but didn't go and a call strike. One and two. So if Fausto's going to steal a base, this might be the pitch you'll be going on with two strikes on the batter and two outs. There he goes. Bouncing ball right side, a high chopper. They're going to have to hurry. Throw to first and just got him. Nice play by the second baseman, Zuber. That was a high chopper, a turf hit off the turf, high in the air, and Zuber had to wait for it to come down and just nipped him by half a step at first base. That is all in the eighth inning for the Raiders. No runs, no hits, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth. Middle Tennessee six, Western Kentucky four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Zach Keenan on for his second inning of relief. Keenan came on for Aaron Brown, who pitched six innings. Keenan got a 1-2-3 seventh inning and will face the 3-4-5 hitters, Carlin, Gray, Constantine. Here in the eighth, Carlin with three hits, stands in there. Three singles, all to left field. Pop this one up. Mabry behind the bag at second. Lopez over there, he'll give way to Lopez, who'll make the catch for out number one. 
five outs to go for the Raiders. Glad to get Carlin out of the way. Here is Jackson Gray. Raiders retired him his first two at bats, but then he pounded a two-run homer in the sixth inning. It was his third of the season. Gray, the leading hitter in Conference USA, facing Zach Keenan now for the first time. And the right-hander delivers a strike at the knees, nothing and one. Kenan winds and fires. Misses outside, one and one the count. Zach Kenan, 6'6", big tall right-hander. Pitched a lot of games for the Blue Raiders in his career. This one drilled to right, a base hit. So Gray with his second hit. Sharp single to right, first hit off Keenan. And the ninth hit for the Hilltoppers. With one out, tying run will come to the plate, and this is Constantine. Robbed of a home run by Dillingham in the second. He struck out in the fourth and grounded to third in the sixth. Big right-handed batter. With Gray, the runner at first. One out here in the eighth inning. Check swing, the strike, nothing and one. Constantine played at Ball State. He's out of Huntsville, Alabama. So Western came right into our territory and picked this one up. Pitch misses outside. One ball, one strike. There are seven native Tennesseans on the Western roster. And then Constantine from nearby Huntsville played at Volunteer State over in Gallatin. So I consider him a Tennessean. One and one to count. A swing and a miss. And Keenan had him tied up. One ball and two strikes. Sweeney would bat next. Lights uh, taking effect here. Almost 7.30 in Bowling Green. Here is the one-two delivery, and it's a bit high, ball two. Two and two. Gray the runner at first, one out, bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders jumped on them early in this game, now trying to hang on for the win. Six to four. The pitch. Pretty good looking pitch called the ball. 
Canaan would like to know where that was. So does the dugout. The plate umpire looks over to the dugout, says it was low. Three and two. So full count for the runner at first. He's going. Ground foul past third. Gray will turn around and head back to first base. So we'll do it all over again with a 3-2 count. Wouldn't be surprised to see Keenan throw over to first. Nope, runner goes, ground ball to short. Lopez up with it, over to first. In time, they stay out of the double play with a starting the runner. Gray moves into second base. And Constantine retired short to first. So with two outs, the batter is Sweeney. The left-hand hitting left fielder who has struck out twice and hit back to the mound. This is the man you need to get because Sims, who has three hits, is coming up next. Lopez slipped in behind the runner at second. Keenan looked back that way but did not throw. First pitch to Sweeney is up high for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Two outs here in the eighth inning. Gray, the runner at second, leads. And a check swing and a strike called on the outside corner, one and one. Good group of Blue Raider fans here tonight cheering the Raiders on. Witherspoons are here. The Smiths are here. Uh, pitch is high and outside. Two and one. A lot of parents here. Two balls and a strike. Outfield playing Sweeney just about straight away. Freeman guarding the line at first. The pitch hit foul and out of play. Two and two. Keenan rubs up a new baseball. Checks the dugout. Has his sign. Come set, two and two. And pitches. Ball hit down the right field line. That's trouble. It's a fair ball. One run will score. Sweeney's on his way to second. He will hold up there with a double. A little pop fly down the right field line. It fell just fair. 
Rolled into foul ground, and Gray was able to come around and score. It's a 6-5 game. And for Sweeney, his first hit tonight is a two-bagger. Hit number two, run number one off Keenan. And the batter is Davis Sims. And the Raiders have not been able to get this guy out tonight. He has singled in the second, singled and scored in the fifth, singled again in the sixth. Big right-handed batter. Sims out of Paducah. He's the transfer from Murray State. And we're going to have a meeting on the mound. Give me an opportunity to tell you about the new local news source, Main Street Nashville. As all the local news and sports from around the mid-state, you can subscribe to this uh, daily e-newspaper at MainStreetNash.com. Here's a little bit of trivia for you. This Hall of Fame pitcher, 16 years, a major leaguer, finished with more complete games than he did victories. He had 243 wins in his career and 244 complete games. With the most of that coming with the San Francisco Giants. How about Juan Marichal? Sam steps in, Keenan ready to pitch. Two outs, runner at second. Strike call. That is the tying run at second. And I expect the visit to the man was to remind Keenan that, uh, hey, this guy's got three hits. We need to be very careful with him. One strike to count. High ball one. The Raiders are two and seven in one run games this season. Western is seven and five in games decided by one run. And right now this is a one run game. Six five. Bottom of the eighth. Keenan backs off the mound. One ball, one strike, the count to Davis Sims. Tying run at second, two outs. And the pitch just missed the outside corner. Two and one. Keenan looking in, comes set, hands at the belt. The 2-1 pitch, outside, ball three. First base open, of course, but you got a good hitter coming up next, and Lambert, who has a two-run homer in this game. Three and one. 
Dillingham deep and left. Similar fairly deep in center field. The pitch on the way. Strike called. Full count now, three and two to Sims. Coker guarding the line at third. Likewise, Freeman at first. Another 3-2 pitch. Ground ball to second. Mabry's got it on the hop. Over to first in time, and the inning is over. So Keenan retires Sims for the first time in the game. No runs. I'm sorry, one run. Two hits and one left. We've completed eight full innings. Middle Tennessee six, Western Kentucky five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. In a one-run game, it's the Raiders six, the Hilltoppers five, and the Raiders will have their three, four, five hitters up against the side-arming right-hander, Will Moritz. Jacob Williams will lead off. Williams, Coker, and Sullivan here in the ninth. And the first pitch, a strike call to Jacob Williams. Solo home run in the third and a double in the fourth. Two for four tonight. Off speed and inside for a ball, one and one. Moritz working in his second inning. He's the third Western Kentucky pitcher. There's a little tap foul to the backstop, and the count goes one and two to Williams. Jacob out of Forest, Virginia. One ball, two strikes. And the right-hander delivers a swing and a long drive down the left field line. Curving, is that a foul ball? It is a foul ball. 
and Williams just missed another home run. I'm more It's very difficult for me to see the left field foul pole. Any way to judge? Not much, huh? <laughs> Close enough that Coach Toman out of the dugout. I want to ask the home plate up, are you sure you got it right? There's no replay or anything like that. Uh, in the conference, there's a ball fouled off the screen. Count holes at one and two on Jacob Williams. His home run went to right center, just to the right of the 400-foot side. It came off the starting pitcher, Cates. Another foul that went over by the Blue Raider dugout. So the count holding at one and two. Raiders trying to get their timing against this side-arming right-hander, Moritz, who struck out the first two batters he faced. Now Jacob asks for time and steps out of the box. A ball and two strikes. Moritz comes set the pitch. High and outside, ball two. Two and two. Coker waiting to hit next. Top of the ninth inning, six to five Raiders. The pitch. Check swing and he did not go. Full count. Three balls, two strikes. Moritz for the pitch. Slam to the shortstop, Lambert. Up with it, over to first in time, and that is out number one here in the top of the ninth. Still a good at bat, I think, for Jacob Williams. Saw a lot of pitches, fouled a few off, and hit a sharp ground ball, but right at the shortstop. Here's Coker, who has singled and scored, doubled and scored. He's walked and has popped out two out of three tonight against the side armor Moritz. The pitch high for a ball. If it was softball, they would call that the riser. Started low, came in high. The pitch. Swing and a foul back to the screen. One and one. Speaking of softball, the Lady Raiders playing tonight against Western Kentucky. At home. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. That threw it behind him. Did it hit him? It did hit him. Clipped him on the backside. So Coker will take his spot at first base with one out. Hit by a pitch. 
the second batter that Moritz has hit. He hit uh, Fausto previous inning. Timeout now, and we've got a meeting on the mound as the Raiders have a runner at first with one out, and the batter is going to be Sullivan. I don't know if they've got anybody in their pen or not. They do have somebody throwing out there in uh, left field. And I believe they're going to take that pitcher out. He's coming to the dugout. So we will have a new pitcher coming in. We'll take a break here while the new Hilltopper pitcher makes his way to the mound. Raiders are leading here 6-5 to five in the ninth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher for the Hilltoppers, Adam Shiflett. He's a right-hander, sophomore out of Nashville. Played at Shelton State in Alabama Junior College. Aaron Shiflett. I'll get you some numbers on him. Shiflett making his ninth appearance. Pitched five innings, Al 11 hits, eight runs, four walks, six strikeouts, 0-2 record. His numbers aren't very good. But he's in here with one out in the ninth inning facing Hunter Sullivan. Coker, who was hit by the pitch, is on first, so Moritz goes an inning and a third. Didn't give up any hits or runs to this point. He's responsible for that runner at first. Pitches the ball outside to Sullivan. Sullivan doubled and drove in a run in the first, and since then it has spanned three times. Third baseman playing up on the edge of that turf. Maybe looking for a bunt. Outside, ball two, two and oh. Freeman waiting to hit next. There is one out. Raiders have a runner at first, top of the ninth inning, leading six to five. A strike called on the outside 
half of the plate, two and one. Sullivan, the left-handed hitter, facing the right-hander, Shifflett. Throw over to first, a bit of a high throw, and easily back in there is Coker. Coker has a stolen base in the game, stole third back in the third inning after his double. High ball three. Three and one. Ball four, and he walked him. So Sullivan gets a base on balls. Coker advances down to second. And with one out, the batter will be Daniel Freeman or will it? I think uh, Cole Escher is going to come in and hit for Freeman. Escher has missed the last two games with a, an injury, a thigh injury. He is the Raiders' leading hitter with a 354 average. So he will stand in here against Shifflett. Right-hander delivers, and the pitch is way outside. Ball one. Runners at first and second with one out. Escher at 3.54. Slugging percentage of 4.31. Swing and a miss, and he had a good cut there. It's one and one. Escher did not play in the final game of the San Antonio series, nor did he start tonight. One and one, the count. Took a strike on the outside corner. One and two. Now, this is not the sidearm we're pitching. This is a more conventional pitcher. One ball and two strikes. Cole Escher stands in. Fouled off to the right. Count holes at one and two. Coker the runner at second and Sullivan at first. One out in the inning. Shifflett is the fourth Hilltopper pitcher. Pitch comes in high, ball two. Two and two. The two-two pitch, high ball three. Full count. Now the Raiders could start the runners here, but with one out, we'll see. 
Took it high, ball four. The bases are loaded with a hit batsman and two walks. And the batter will be Dillingham. So Shifflett has come in and walked the two batters he has faced. And we may have another pitching change here. That is going to be the case. They're calling for another pitcher to come in out of the pen. So we will take a break here. The Raiders have the bases loaded, leading 6-5 to five in the ninth. And a new pitcher coming in. We'll take a break. Middle Tennessee, 6-5 to five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We have another pitching change here in the ninth inning as right-hander Connor Stevens will come in. Stevens, 6'4, 225, a junior out of Stone Mountain, Georgia. Find some numbers on him. Making his third appearance, no record. He's pitched only four innings, allowed three hits, one run. So he's seen very limited action and is coming in in a tough spot here in the ninth with the bases loaded and one out. And the Raiders are going to run for Cole Escher. That's going to be. Benson running at first base. So Benson is at first, Sullivan at second, Coker at third, and the batter Brian Dillingham. He has two hits in the game. They're in at the corners. He takes it high, ball one, and he showed bunt. Now with the bases loaded, if he puts it down, the runner on third has to break because there is a force play, of course, at the plate. Did not show bunt, and the pitch was into the turf. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. I think I'd make him throw a strike here. Bases loaded, one out. He drilled it up the middle, and that's a base hit. 
One run will score. They're going to hold them. But the base is loaded. It is seven to five. Dillingham with his third hit of the game. Hit sharply up the middle. That scores Coker from third. Sullivan goes to third. Benson, the pinch runner, goes to second. Dillingham is on at first. And the batter is Semlar. Now it is seven to five. So Stevens gives up a base hit. And the pitch to Semlar is low, ball one. Again, they're playing in at the corners. Both the first and third baseman are up on the green turf. The pitch, swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Bryce Simler has a triple. One for three in the game. And it's driven in a run. And the pitch to the plate. Missed low. Two balls and a strike. This has been a long top of the ninth inning, and we wouldn't mind if it lasted a little longer. One run is scored. There's a swing and a miss. Two and two. Hagenow waiting to hit next. Seven runs, ten hits for the Raiders. Five runs, ten hits for the Hilltoppers. 2-2 pitch. Struck him out swinging. That's two outs. Stevens comes in, gets a strikeout. Batter is Jake Hagenow looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 4. Struck out twice, grounded out, fouled out. Swing and a miss, strike one. Infield backing up, playing normal now with two outs and the base is loaded. Swing and a miss, took a bit off that pitch and Hagenow out in front of it, 0-2. Connor Stevens, fifth pitcher used by the Hilltoppers. Missed outside with a fastball, one and two. Looking ahead to the bottom of the ninth, Hilltoppers will have eight, nine, and one coming in. Ground ball, shortstop. They will go across the and diamond to first for the out on Hagenow, who grounds out short to first. In the inning, one run, one hit, three left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth, Middle Tennessee seven, Western Kentucky five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. 
and fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a Knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do. Do the do. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. And for the Raiders, it will be left-hander David Zaz to come in and try and close this game out. So Keenan goes two innings. Gives up one run on two hits. Had one strikeout. And Zaz will come on to try and set the Hilltoppers down in the ninth. He's making his 15th appearance, 4-0 with a 1.82 earned run average. 24 and two-thirds innings pitched. He has allowed 19 hits, five earned runs. Has walked four, struck out 24. So David Zaz, 6'3", 210 senior out of Dunlap, Illinois, will come in in the night. He'll face the bottom two in the order, and then we go back to the top of the order. We've got some changes in the outfield. And I'm just going to give you what I think think here. I think Benson may be in right. And Sanders Sanders in center. And we guess Dillingham's back in left. I can't see left field from here. <laughs> Here's Lambert to lead off the ninth. Has a two-run homer and is fanned twice. Hits one to center field. Our center fielder is back. Reaches up. Makes the catch for out number one. One pitch, one out here in the ninth. This will be Evans, who has fanned three times in the game. Freshman catcher. Facing the senior reliever, David Zaz, third pitcher used by the Raiders in this game. Pitches a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one. Zaz ready to work. 0-1 pitch. Strike two call. Nothing in two to Evans. Threw him a little hook there. And broke in at the knees. Two strikes the count. 
Here's the 0-2, and it's swung on and missed strike three. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer with you from Bowling Green. Two outs in the bottom of the ninth. One man to get for David Zaz. Here's Meyer, the leadoff man, 0 for 4. That's from the right side. The pitch from the left-hander is a ball low. One ball, no strikes. Raiders picked up an insurance run in the top of this inning, which looks big right now. 7-5 to five the score. Each team has 10 hits. Strike called, and it's one and one. Bases empty, two outs. Here's the one-one pitch to Meyer, and it's low for a ball. Two and one. Zaz trying to get his fifth save. Two balls and a strike. The left-hander delivers. Low ball three. So I've got the first two hitters on four pitches. Three and one now to Meyer. There's a strike call and the count goes full. Meyer was taken all the way. Full count, three and two. Zaz comes set. Payoff pitch. Ground ball to second. High hop. Fabry's got it over to first in time, and the Raiders take the first game of this four-game series by a score of seven to five. Zaz comes in, sets him down. One, two, three in the ninth inning. Nothing across. And the Raiders improve to 17, 14, and 1, 6, 6, and 1. In Conference USA, Western is now 16 and 17, 6 and 7 in conference play. Stay with us, our postgame show coming your way next as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. <laughs> 